Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 29 in the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Exodus chapter 3 today and our focus is on God's personal name. We're daily 10-minute podcast where we read one chapter at a time. Five days a week we're going to read a New Testament chapter. Two days a week we'll read an Old Testament chapter and we will discuss it. Welcome aboard to new listeners in Cameroon, Africa, Maharashtra, India, Northwest United Kingdom, the Evansville, Indiana area, 100 downloads, good job Evansville, Dayton, Ohio, and Seattle, Washington. Thank you all for listening. Our goal is to encourage daily Bible reading by hearing the Word of God and thinking about the Word of God. It would be awesome if you would leave us a review on iTunes and share us with your friends on social media. And you can certainly check out our webpage, Bible2021.com, to contact us with a question or a comment or to read show notes. Today we are in Exodus 3 discussing Moses' encounter with God in the burning bush one of the seminal Old Testament chapters. In that chapter, God shows his plan to deliver his people from slavery in Egypt, and what a plan it is. Just so you know where we are, let's read the last part of Exodus 2 to give us some context. After a long time, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned because of their difficult labor. They cried out, and their cry for help because of the difficult labor ascended to God. God heard their groaning and remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. God saw the Israelites and God knew. So God's people are in slavery and God's man, Moses, has a speech impediment, is guilty of manslaughter and the death of an Egyptian who had been abusing an Israeli. And Moses has been exiled way away from his people, living among the Midianites, a nation that did not really know God at all. The people of Israel are under great slavery and oppression and they cry out to God for help and God goes to an exiled sheep herder with a confidence problem named Moses who is living very far away and calls him to go and be a part of the rescue mission of God's people. And to top it all off, God appears to Moses in a bush that is on fire and not burning up. Honestly, the whole story is just so strange, so other. It's fascinating how God delivered his people in the Exodus and really how he delivered them on the cross as well. In the midst of his appearance in the burning bush, God has a conversation with Moses and reveals to Moses God's own personal name. So let's read that passage and then spend some time discussing what that name is. This is Exodus chapter 3 in the Holman Christian Standard Bible, verse 1. Meanwhile, Moses was shepherding the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire within a bush. As Moses looked, he saw that the bush was on fire but not consumed. So Moses thought, I must go over and look at this remarkable sight. Why isn't the bush burning up? When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called out to him from the bush, Moses, Moses, here I am, he answered. Do not come closer, he said. Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he continued, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have observed the misery of my people in Egypt and have heard them crying out because of their oppressors, 
and I know about their sufferings. I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and to bring them from that land to a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the territory of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. The Israelites' cry for help has come to me, and I have seen also the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. Therefore go, I am sending you to Pharaoh so that you may lead my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses asked God, uh, who who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And he answered, I will certainly be with you and this will be my sign to you that I have sent you. When you bring the people out of Egypt, you will all worship God at this mountain. Then Moses asked God, if I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you and they ask me, what is his name? What should I tell them? God replied to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you were to say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say this to the Israelites, Yahweh, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is how I am to be remembered in every generation. Go and assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, Yahweh, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has appeared to me and said, I have paid close attention to you and what has been done to you in Egypt, and I have promised you that I will bring you up from the misery of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, a land flowing with milk and honey. They will listen to what you say. Then you, along with the elders of Israel, must go to the kingdom of Egypt and say to him, Yahweh, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. Now please let us go on a three-day trip into the wilderness so that we may sacrifice to Yahweh our God. However, I know that the king of Egypt will not allow you to go unless he is forced by a strong hand. I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all my miracles that I will perform in it. After that, he will let you go and I will give these people such favor in the sight of the Egyptians that when you go, you will not go empty-handed." Each woman will ask her neighbor and any woman staying in her house for silver and gold jewelry and clothing and you will put them on your sons and daughters so you will plunder the Egyptians. So here are our verses of the day, verse 14 and 15. God replied to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you were to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say this to the Israelites, Yahweh, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is how I am to be remembered in every gener generation. So it's a little bewildering to us, a very strange name, Yahweh. What does it mean? Well, I am who I am. At Dr. James M. Boyce notes, Yahweh means I am that I am. It speaks of God's self-existence, self sufficiency, and eternity. It is also characteristically used in God's revelation of himself as a redeemer, for example, to Moses before God's deliverance of the people of Israel from Egypt. So how significant is this conversation between God and Moses? And what does God's name mean to us? What does that name mean? What do we, what do we get from it? So I'm going to close with an answer from Dr. John Frame, who says, Understandably, Moses is overwhelmed by this responsibility and calling. God assures him that he will be successful, God will deliver Israel, and they will worship God on the very mountain they're talking about, the mountain of the burning bush. But Moses has another question. If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is his name? What should I say? It seems like such an odd question to us. What is God's name? Why would Moses ask something like that? 
Today, we give our kids names like Billy or Susie without a whole lot of thought to the meaning of those names. You might call your daughter Elizabeth because you think the name sounds good or because it was your grandmother's name. But in the ancient Near East, names had meaning. Abram meant high father. And Abram's new name, Abraham, given him by God, meant father of a multitude. Usually, when a father gave a name to his son, he chose a name that didn't just sound good, but conveyed something of his hopes for the child, or his feelings about the child, or the circumstances of the child's birth. So to ask God about his name is to seek information about him. To seek God's name is to ask what kind of God he is. We should be interested in God's answer to Moses' question. How does God identify himself? How does God say who he is to the author of the first books of the Bible? We wait with bated breath on the edge of our seats to hear God's name. God's name is at first bewildering. God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me. God here gives his name in a long form, I am who I am, and in a short form, simply I am. The long form is difficult Hebrew. It can be translated in present or future tenses, and the relative pronoun translated who in the ESV can be translated in a variety of other ways as well. I can't explore all the translations here, but the main point is that God's answer to Moses is a little mysterious. Even the short form of the name, I am, is difficult. It is a familiar phrase, as in when somebody says, I am John, or I am a teacher, but what can be meant by I am just by itself? It will help us, however, to go on to verse 15, which says, God said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel, the Lord, Yahweh, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is how I am to be remembered throughout all generations. Here we see this title in a third form. So we've seen it in a long form, a short form, and now a very short form. And all of them, friends, point to the meaning of God's name. He is because he is. He doesn't have a created creation. He doesn't have a, a creator. He is, exists because he exists. I exist because God exists. God exists because he exists. It's mind-blowing to think about. Well, let's close with... Mark chapter 1, verse 15, our memory verse for the month of January. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Well, good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.